Hey guys, welcome back to our 16th episode of Afrolit. My name is Bobo and I'm going to be your co-host and I'm with the beautiful... Episode 16. Oh no. Yes. I know. Please comment below and spam abs on Twitter so he can come back to New York. Right? Yeah. We'll harass him. It's cool. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in, you guys. Right. And I love seeing everyone's feedback and seeing the analytics. And seeing we have listeners in Poland, in Finland, you know, Australia. Yeah, we appreciate all of you around the globe, especially since Mother Earth is dying. I'm glad we can be united. (laughs) So thank you for all of your energies. Mm, Go in, lead us into the conversation. Yeah, so today's episode is one of my favorite topics of all time. If you guys know me, you know I'm obsessed with philosophy and just like spirituality. I'm one of those annoying ass bitches. But yeah, today's conversation is all about manifestation. Law of attraction. Yeah. You guys have read The Secret. I know Mm -hmm. I have. And it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And we're going to get into that. We'll get into that. Um, Yeah, Equa and I have been having a lot of conversations about manifestation, um, especially since we're nearing the end of the year. And, you know, we're doing our reflections on, so how's 2017 been treating you? Like, have you accomplished your goals? How are you accomplishing your goals? And personally, I found that I've become so much better at manifestation. And so I just feel like we should share all of our knowledge. Exactly with all of you yeah exactly and i think for me it's just been more of just understanding exactly how powerful manifestation is and it's Mm. really about your own personal level like if you think it's gonna work out for you it will work out for you but if you don't if you're kind of doing it with a skeptical face or mask on Mm. it's not gonna be so great so and you can actually manifest things that you don't want too. Oh yeah, so we we all do that all the yeah, time. And we do that more than we actually think about, which mm. is really interesting for me to understand, because then it just takes that much, it, or it makes you understand how valuable your words are and why, oh, bruh. why you say what you say and why it's important to really know what you are talking about. Mm. But yes, law of manifestation and like attraction. Yeah. Okay, Equa, talk to us. So, what is manifestation? Like to you, what you know, what does that word mean to you? Yeah, so when I think of the term manifestation, I definitely think of something growing. Mm. I think of something being, you know, you, you're taking kind of maybe dust or a seed and it's kind of like building together. Yeah. It's forming its like crevice and its shell and then it's taking its, 
you know, its own course. Mm. And so I also, when I think about that, I just think about my relationship overall as like a human being and mm. also within my spirituality because I am a Christian. So like understanding like what that means to like believe in God and then also mm. knowing the passions that I have that he's kind of given on to me and it's like what I'm supposed to do with all these gifts and it starts with like the power of the mouth, you know, the power of the words. So interesting. I th- when I think of the singularly, when I think of the word manifestation, I definitely think of growth you know i think of taking something out of nothing and kind of making it grow like kind of like a plant yeah you know yeah i always think of like a plant or like even a caterpillar you know because then yeah into a butterfly all of those that's real what about you you yeah i feel like our definitions are really similar Mm -hmm. um i also love that you mentioned that you're christian because i'm buddhist so I, l- I just want to note that even though we're from like two spiritual schools of thought, like essentially, uh, yeah, we're still on the same wavelength. So I just think that's really interesting. Um, yeah, when I think of manifestation, I think of consciously creating. So, yeah, and the key, the key word there is consciously because we're always creating, we're always manifesting. But I think most of us do it unconsciously and that's where the problems come in. But when you consciously, like, yeah, put your life in your own hands and you're like, this is where I'm going to create, that's when you're manifesting shit. Literally, on the dot. Yes. On the dot. So what do you think, what is your process? Like, when you think of, mm. mani- or when you, you know, you get an idea and, like, you want to cre- create it and make it yeah. happen, you know, with your own personal projects or even just when you get told about a project, what's mm. your process within that? Um, I think a huge part of my process is to let it go, to always remember to let it go. So, wow. so that's the first thing off the bat. So it's like off the bat, like, yeah, detach from it. You're just like, okay, no. no, it's not like it's not a no, okay. but I think when you when you're attached to it, that's actually a no. But when you let go of it, that's the yes. Um, which sounds kind of weird, but basically what I'm saying is, so you have an idea. First, for me, is to act without hesitation. So that's something I've been practicing a lot. So that would just mean, like, I'm not going to think myself into oblivion. I'm going to differentiate the voices in my head that are voices of self-doubt versus, like, the voices that are voices from self and, like, source energy. So I'm not going to act with hesitation. I'm not going to overthink. I'm not going to rush. Rushing is also a form of hesitation. Um, I'm just going to like act on my intuition and like what I know I should do and then go and do that. And then I detach myself from how I feel like the process should go. And like that. Yeah, it's pretty simple, actually. It's very like. It's that simple. <laughs> it's simple in. It, but it doesn't sound like it's that simple because. Yeah. Anyway, everyone who's been keeping up with me knows that my biggest fear is detaching. I know she's a Taurus, guys. Please help her. So she just says, you know, detach this and let go of that. I'm just like, I know, I know. I'm an air sign, so it's a lot easier for me. What? Why? So when you say the process of letting, you know, not letting yourself get disturbed, how do you you define, like, how are you essentially really doing that? Because. What get attached? Yeah, so basically, like, yeah. So like, let's take something. Maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be 
tangible or like it yeah just, it could be something conceptual like you know i want to be able to be like to go to restaurants you know and it's like not you haven't really defined the, the restaurant or whatever yeah you know that you'll need oh no let's make it specific that. yeah okay, okay. Yeah, so let's make it specific you want to i don't know what do you want to do um let's say yeah. yeah let's say like you want to go to you want to go get your mba yes you know okay so yeah you're you know you've just finished your bachelor's and you're now like you know what i think i want to go do my mba yeah. so my first step for that would be to of course the first thing that's going to happen is the self doubt the oh my god but can i be can i actually be an mba student oh my god like why would schools ever accept me shit do i have enough work experience oh my gosh you know those are the first voices that are going to come up so like that all stems from fear um but fear isn't real so once you like teach yourself that okay. you know which is an ongoing process yeah. Um so your first thing is okay you understand that those voices are not you they're just you know like social conditioning so you sort of just you sort of just ignore those voices which is easier said than done Definitely. and you you take your first few steps whether that be like okay I know that homie over there who's doing their MBA at Columbia let me go talk to them about like what is that experience or like okay let me go google like let me go you know like the just take fair. the yeah let me go to the grad fair like let me sign up for i don't know like mba workshop entrance yeah. whatever Classes. yeah whatever is in your immediate surrounding like go and use that because that's another thing that i really firmly believe in is that you already have everything that you need so like whatever it is that you're trying to do like you already have it mm-hmm. So use whatever is in your immediate space and like that's going to lead you to step 2 which is going to lead you to step 3 you know but you don't know what step 2 is unless you take step 1 so just go take step 1 and don't be attached to like what is step 2 have to look like just let step 2 stem from step 1 and that's what it's kind of like when you're driving in the dark like when you turn your lights on you know the lights from the car like yeah. you can only see like what like a mile yeah, yeah a mile. I think it's like you know like three feet, feet. <laughs> whatever the fuck it is you know <laughs> something <laughs> but you can only see that far but the further you just keep going yeah. and then eventually you're at your destination and it sounds so simple but it really just be that simple though <laughs> like okay. it's just not that co- it's literally like you just have to take that first and the first step is always the hardest step but you take the first step and it 100% inevitably will lead to step 2 because that's how karma works like it's a law of physics as well like whatever you believe in like there is a law that supports that once you take step 1 step 2 is next math <laughs> Quick what I was about to say. <laughs> We've all seen that meme. I know, I know. <laughs> But okay, so I guess my process is a little bit more complicated. Yeah, I was about to ask you, so give us the tea <laughs> on your process. I and I do think even through this conversation our processes will evolve for better mm. just because I think when you know you're talking about something it it yeah just see how you could be better mm. definitely allows you to be better so i believe in that so for me when i think of 
my process, I definitely, it takes some time. Like I think when I think of an idea, I sit on it for a while because I want it oh, to yeah. really be, because I don't want it to be just another idea that I do. I want to make sure that I have the passion for it because sometimes mm. I think about things and I may not necessarily feel like like now might be the essential time yeah. just because I like what I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing already you know so mm. it's like why act upon another idea when it's like I'm enjoying it so I really sit on ideas especially now I think maybe like three four years ago I was just always constantly like oh I thought yeah. of an idea like I need to try and execute it I thought of an idea I need to execute it and like now I'm taking much more of a reserved process mm. and I feel like that's been a lot better because then it allows me not because I used to have a bad tendency of like sharing everything that I was with everyone with everyone yeah it's like not everyone has the best intentions and actually mm. that does kind of spear into your process of man- manifesting because sometimes when you share it and you're hit with some sort of negativity that hurts your spirit you know so it's like very hard to constant constantly defend your idea when it's being attacked by like friends or like trying to be improved and worked on and you haven't really created what you wanted to create right Mm. so when I have an idea I kind of sit on it and I think about how it's going to like impact me and then also impact like those around me Mm. whether it's like a smaller idea or a bigger idea and so then from there I just kind of share it with like maybe a key you know some sort of key people that I've like worked with before or like yeah involved in and 90% of the time they agree yeah and then from there it's kind of just like okay use kind of like what you said just like using the tools that we have mm. kind of executed and I think the beauty of that and, and as I'm even talking I'm thinking of Afrolit you know yeah That's something that we tr- truly manifested right from, just our from nothing from nothing from our conversations mm. and like when we first started we were recording in one space that i won't necessarily name but we were using it to get access to it yeah and then you know the people there weren't that great you know and then we were able to like just randomly meet another person who like gave us access to mm. another space and then we lost that space and now we're back you know yeah like now like we've graduated we, to google we have graduated to google, google. Mm-hmm. so even though they're not sponsoring us yet but they will you so, know you know it's process but when I think about how manifesting really truly does work you're right you do have to take that first step yeah and I think the first step has to also outside be outside of yourself too you know like you have to expand on that be kind of able to say like you know I'm gonna risk like bring my friend into a space because I know that I really want to record this and even I remember the first time we recorded an episode like there was so much like I wouldn't necessarily say drama yeah just so many energies so many energies and just people and it was just like okay wait you know like I don't want it to be like this but I really like what I'm doing yeah it's gonna still continue and I think the universe and God likes to kind of test you like that yeah it's like really to show you like this is something you're enjoying continue like don't Mm -hmm. stop and also it's kind of to if you weren't as passionate about it you would once you hit that roadblock you would have stopped yeah but because you didn't this is definitely destined for you you know so then my process really I really like to allow myself to just let myself 
think of the best way that I can do it for me mm-hmm. and like so that I can enjoy what I'm doing because I, I've known and I've seen when I'm not passionate or when I lose passion for yeah. something it's not my best you know because I'm not putting my best self forward well then I want to ask you how do you know when you start when you get an idea that this isn't like a fear-based idea but this is actually something you're passionate about you know because sometimes it'll be like you'll have an idea to do something I see this a lot where people are like I want to start this company and it's like do you really actually want to start that company or do you see that as the only way to get yourself out of the situation you're in you know what I'm saying like how do you differentiate between I'm making this decision out of fear versus I'm making this decision out of passion and love I think that's where it comes in to see like because you as you said you know if are doing it out of a place of love. Also, I have mm. to assess that my thinking about it from a place of love, you know? Yeah. And outside of myself, you know? So it's like, am I, is this going to impact other people like me? Mm. If I can answer yes to that question, then it's 90% not a fear-based question. Yeah. But if, it's, if you can't necessarily answer yes or you see that your ego kind of gets afflicted when you're empowering other people, mm. then it's like, okay, then why are you really doing this? Yeah. You know, if it's an ego boost thing, then you didn't need to necessarily go this to this extent. You could have done Word. something a lot easier, you know? But I think for me, when I if I'm making a decision that's really going to pivot the way that I move my life, I know, like, and you can, you can feel it when it's coming out of a place of fear. Yeah. So when it's coming out of a place of fear, you'll get really defensive about. Yeah. And you'll rush it as well. Rush, And you'll just, you know, try to like, you'll try to hide it too, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. And like, even if you're like outwardly like promoting it, people probably won't take it as seriously because they can, you know, people can really see and feel energies and interact with a product or whatever, you know? No, 100. You know, so if you know that this idea is coming from a place of fear, it's not really going to work, you know? So I think that's also how I decide. But I've noticed it's also, and that's why I come back to the first thing of like, the sharing mm. it with people because I realized like if maybe a an idea potentially was good or if it was coming out of fear yeah the feedback that people will give you will kind of like hinder you and like it will really affect you if it was a fear based one mm. so like you would you'll fall you know your friends will kind of it could be like a saving point but it could also just be like a stopping point you know instead of them telling you like oh you should try to do it in this way they'll just be like ah no that idea can't really work you know because it's also mm. their fear speaking to your fear you know because i feel like fear attracts more fear so, yeah. that's so real how do you, how do you differentiate between like yeah i mean yeah for me like i really use my emotions as a guiding system because mm-hmm. i think yeah that's what that's the purpose of your emotions to be guiding you mm-hmm in life in general so if I make a decision and I ask myself will this make me more loving like is this an act of love or is this an act of fear because yeah I believe the two are opposites like they exist on opposite ends of the spectrum so 
yeah, if it makes me more loving, if it makes me more compassionate, if it stems just from like a place of, you know, love, then that's how I'll know it's, yeah, it's this good step to take. But it's something that you feel like in your gut, like it's a, it's an emotion, but it's kind of, it's a muscle. Like emotional awareness is a muscle. Like the more that, and I guess you could also call it your intuition, but yeah, the more that you pay attention that's really all it comes down to like we really talk about like manifestation it really just comes down to like just pay attention to your life like because the universe is always talking to you so like if you do something and i don't know like you feel it just doesn't feel right or it feels dubious or you know there's some that's literally the universe trying to stare you away and the more you ignore it the louder the the message from the universe will get so it's better to just like listen from the get-go so then i kind of have a question kind of leading from fear how do you deal when something or someone who is toxic or toxic to you now enters the situation and i've noticed a lot more women tend to do this with like relationships Ooh, talk on it drag us so how do you attract people who aren't necessarily and like even to the let's speak to like the people who like don't believe in this at all you know yeah and it's like no like that's you know that's, they think manifesting is complete bs like you know things happen mm. they just happen like there's no coincidences right so how do you kind of steer or kind of allow and see like toxicity in your life and then how do you kind of address A, to get rid of it? And mm. out of that, how do you make sure that you, like, remove, like, release that toxic vibe from yourself? That is such a good question. I think I'm good at noticing toxicity. Yeah. But it's the cutting it out of life. That's, I feel like that's where all of us women struggle. Yeah, we because we're conditioned to teach people how to self-actualize, you know? We're conditioned as women to help your young king become a king, you know? <laughs> so then it's like in doing it. that, you neglect yourself. But I think, yeah, the first thing is to notice, like, this person is toxic. Okay. Like, this person does not make me feel good. Mm-hmm. This person does not add to my growth. This person doesn't add to my life in any way. They're not on my frequency. We don't understand each other, like, on a basic level. Um, So, like, that person is toxic. So I feel like that's step one is just to, like, acknowledge and, like, not be in denial. And then step two is literally, like, you actually just have to cut them off. Even if it's family, like even when it's family, you have to cut off toxic people. How, I guess, does that work culturally speaking? Because, you know, if you didn't know already, we're Afro lit, aka we're also African. So, how do you essentially remove toxic people that may necessarily be your family? Yeah, I think a lot of it is Culturally culturally. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, even culturally, a lot of it is energetic. So if there's someone in your life, I don't necessarily think you have to sit them down and be like, bitch, you're trash, you're deleted, you know? Like, I don't think you have to do all that. But I feel like just by you, like, 
living your truth and like not putting up with their shit, okay. then they just will dissipate, mm. you know, because then there just won't even be space for them. It's kind of like don't validate their need, mm. you know, like don't validate their need to bring you down. And then they, they just won't have the space to bring you down, you know? Like, I think, uh, I don't know, I think back to, like, how I used to get dragged all the time, just for, like, my appearance. Um, and I feel like, to a certain extent, I allowed that to happen because I entertained it. Mm. But when I decided, like, fuck everyone's opinion, like, I'm I'm just doing me, there was no more space for those people to even, like, exist in my stratosphere to wow. bring me down. And they just, dis- like, I've never had to tell anyone... You're trash because you make me feel like shit. You know, like, I just continue to be confident and thriving and, like, glowing and prosperous, and they just dissipate. And I feel like that's that's just what you have to do. Like, don't uh, create space for them to thrive. Like... (laughs) And I think that's what the law of manifestation really allows. Word. And one thing I've noticed for definitely is that because you know I think there's also this we have this problem within our generation so I'm dragging all of us yes drag us want it to happen immediately and mm. I think law of manifestation is like the opposite like, of that like sometimes it can happen immediately mm-hmm. but most of the time it's going to take some time to build and grow and it's actually in the smaller mundane things because like mm. when you think of an idea and then or if you're evolving out of a situation and then now you're trying to get you're getting onto a sort of frequency the people that you'll start to meet will then give you that idea that you're thinking about and like you'll kind of birth it with whoever you're supposed to birth birth it with you know and Mm. so because even when i think about even how i met bobo you know right to get out of a toxic relationship before i could even start to think about like the next step you know what i mean Mm, that's wild i think sometimes People think, you know, and especially the way that the um, law of manifestation has been kind of packaged and sold to, it makes it think like, oh, if you get on this frequency, like you'll get a million dollars and you'll just have money frequent, like flowing to you. But sometimes it's not really about like the money or like the company Mm. or whatever. It's in like the smaller mundane things, you know, because it's like, okay, once you start vibrating on a certain frequency, Mm. if you needed a measure card sweat or you needed to get to some point someone will just be like oh here's a cab you know yeah or you'll walk down the street and then you'll meet lol someone. i said afropunk yes like literally like things that have there are so many situations that have happened to bobo and i individually but also together where it's like mm. we've seen like the law of manifestation happen instantaneously yeah and then also like have like looking back on our lives and like seeing how we've grown mm. where we needed to get to certain points of frequency to like then unlock the next level yeah i will say to that speaking of like time i do and i guess this is part of like my buddhist like philosophy of like everything is up to you i do even think like the time that it takes for you to manifest something is on you so like Mm, say and i know this might sound harsh but say that (laughs) I don't know, say you you want something. I think 
just if you have because belief systems play a big part of this if you believe that this is going to be a challenge and this is going to be rough and this is going to take years and this is like you have to struggle to get something then that is actually going to be your journey like that's what's going to happen um but if that's not your belief system about a particular thing then that's just not how it's going to work out for you either like it basically the things that you want will work out the way that you believe that they'll work out as far as like the journey that it takes so if we believe that like you have to struggle through grad school in order to get like a good GPA and you have to be up all night and you have to pull all nighters all the time then like that's what you're going to do but if you believe that like you can actually be stress free and still prosper in grad school then you'll be stress free and still prosper you know okay. so i think to a certain not to say that like everything must be instant but okay. just that like i think that the way that you think about things if they don't serve your journey then that's what's hindering you okay. more so than like you know no i i get what you're saying yeah. i just wanted to like toss with it a little bit yeah like tossing the salad let's let's toss bit. the salad you say that mm-hmm. it's up to you what if you're essentially in an environment where it's like what you're constantly hearing is you know no and no yeah, or it's like it's going to take a while for you to graduate you know it's going to take you know you're going to have to struggle to get that job you know it's like yeah nobody black is ever at that pinnacle you know yeah and it's like those are things i think sometimes like we hear in our you know yeah and it affects us and it does affect mm-hmm. our spirit so how do you kind of dictate that and like make sure that it doesn't hinder you in that sense in that way and this affects every single one of us because a lot of our thoughts are not ours like they're a result of social conditioning so i think the only way to bypass that is to understand not just conceptually but to understand that you can't take anything personally like nothing is pers- literally not- whether someone tells you that you are trash or someone tells you that you're the most beautiful astonishing woman they've ever seen like that's not personal like that's not actually it's more about them than it is about you so once you understand that and i mean like really un- like not just understand it as a concept or a theory i mean like really understand like, like experientially <laughs> then like those external voices and of course this is harder this is easier said than done because like again it's you know it's a muscle like you have to practice you have to like get to that space consciously and mentally um but the reason that we're so affected by external voices is because we we we've been taught to take things personally we've been taught that if someone says you're a dumb bitch you got to be you got a d in math you will take that and think that yeah i'm i'm a dumb bitch like oh my god i actually got a d like that's a reflection of my intelligence and then you take that and you carry that with you because you took it personally whereas in reality the person who told you that like that's them like that doesn't have shit to do with you <laughs> but even besides that it's yeah. like that's their idea of intelligence that they've now put onto you and now they must drag you along with it but it's like you didn't ever have to get dragged down along with it you could have 
you know, if you were in that mental space, you've chosen to not be offended, to not take it personally, to know that actually my intelligence isn't dependent on a grade. I'm actually like my self-worth isn't dependent on like a fucking math grade. So whether or not I got a D, like I'm still the shit. But yeah, I think it takes like a certain level of self-awareness to get there. That's Not true. that like everyone has that. But yeah, that's why I think the solution is to that. Like when everyone's telling you, oh, no, no black woman has ever done that. You just like can't take it personally. Mm-hmm. You just like have to. Yeah, you have to discern like what you want, what you let into your energy space and like what you don't like what, you know what is real and what isn't okay. like those words are not real but yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is getting very beautiful right you now. know like, speaking of do you think that as a culture like in society like people are more in tune with like this culture and this these ideas of manifesting do you think it's all the fad do you think it's a money-making scheme do you like are people gonna call us crazy for even having this conversation like are we crazy? Like, are we actually crazy? I definitely don't think I'm normal. So what's yeah? Word. But I do think that I definitely want. I already am a change maker in this world. So mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not of the norm because I don't think you can be a norm and be, try to change. Word. Things, you know, like word. If you're an earthquake, you're not going to be considered like normal. You know, like earthquakes happen and they're like. But anyway, yeah. not to say that um, earthquakes are good. Ah. So, to answer your point, I do think it has become a new age cultural thing. Mm. But at the same time, I do think it's generational. So, I think our generation is more attuned to it because we see it and we have the terminology for it. And mm-hmm. we have a lot more people who are speaking about it on platforms. Like yeah. Platform. Yeah, but we have the internet. Yeah, you know? we have the internet and things. And so... I think, and it's also heavily tied into religion, you know? It's like, just because people are saying, like, oh, I rely on the universe, I call the universe God. And yeah, like, it's God the same is shit. God leading me, you know? And it's the same sort of discipline that I have, you know, when you pray and when you're you, you're thinking about these ideas. And that's actually one thing I want to add to my, my manifesting process. I definitely have to pray on every single idea. Like, if, mm. if I don't pray on it, it's 90% probably not going to happen. It's mm. like, it's just, I need that sort of, because it's not an idea of myself you know like I feel like we're all getting attuned from like God and the universe and all these different things and that's what helps us realize this idea right so not to say that it's a fad but I do think it's getting to a point where people are believing it conceptually and not really believing it for their life Mm. you know and I think my it's funny because my pastor shout out to him always talks about this all the time yeah read something in the bible and believe like Oh, yeah, you know, that happened. Yeah. But, like, you're not going to believe. Like, it's up to you to believe if it's going to happen to you. Mm. So, like, if the Red Sea was split, like, yeah, that happened. But, like, the Red Sea of your life can also be split, too. And, like, God Mm. can do that. If you believe, it can happen to you. You know? So it's really about if people, like, people that say that they're manifesting and say that they believe these things, it's really going to be, like, a testament uh, to them to really believe it and like actually see the fruits Mm. of their labor or to just have it be conceptually and just keep conceptually but then in reality like they're really just speaking about their illnesses and speaking about you know doing the wrong thing and remaining in toxic relationships and like 
staying in certain circles. Because I feel like when you start mm. manifesting for real, your circle will change. Oh, please speak on this. Please like, expand. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Really change. Like, you cannot yeah. be the same person because it's like now you're really evolving. You know? Oh my gosh. And you have to allow the space to do that. So it's like someone whom you may consider as a best friend, you'll start to realize like, Maybe they're saying really toxic stuff to me. Oh, bruh. You know, or maybe they don't really have my best interests. Like, they want me to evolve, but not so far. Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, you start getting accustomed to that. And then it's up to you to decide, like, okay, am I going to choose to stay knowing what I know? Yeah. Or am I going to have to be like, you know what? Or not even say anything, like you said, but just kind of stop hanging out, you know? But I think stop it just happens because it's just say you have a friend you guys have been friends for like two years now whatever and you guys are just really good friends so now you're on your shit like you're becoming more self-aware you know you're working on your spirituality you're exactly. growing etc etc exactly. um but they're not necessarily on the same path not to say that they're beneath you or below you but like that's just not where their mind is because you know like we don't we all don't evolve at the same pace or whatever the case is um, so it's like you will naturally drift apart because your conversations first will differ. So they're still talking about, oh, my God, that new shirt at Forever 21. Oh, my God, that new boy. But you're over it. Like, you don't care about that shit anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you are just not interested in that anymore. Like, your caliber of conversation yeah. has just evolved. And so, like... You, what are you guys now going to talk about? Not to say that, like, every conversation you'll have will now be about, like, goop, you know? But in general, like, you'll just find that, like, you just can't even connect on a basic conversational level because when you try to speak to them about, you know, this is what I'm trying to do, this they're like, they can't, they just cannot fathom. Like, that's not in their stratosphere like they cannot so it's just like they just are going to fall off you know and it's like i have a friend who is very like negative um this as far as like her <laughs> but i've noticed like over the month like we really have drifted apart and it's not that i don't like love her anymore but it's like I don't, like, the way I look at life just isn't the way that she looks at life, you know? Like, she's very much like, oh, I'm stuck at this job. There's no way for me to get out. Like, uh, like, life sucks. This isn't Like, I don't know. Like, those just aren't the type of thoughts I think yeah. anymore. So it's like we can't, we just can't relate on a basic level. So, like, naturally we've just drifted apart. But, like, it'd be like that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to try and force issues but yeah. it's like you know you what do you do evolve. and so do you see yourself like ever in a space where it's like okay you know you're you think you're feeling good you're manifesting things good things or like you see things are evolving and maybe you don't necessarily see yourself changing how mm. do you kind of assess that okay the law of manifestation is working you know because I feel like I know that I've struggled with this sometimes too, where it's like, like you know, I'm manifesting. Like, why isn't it happening? You know, like I'm changing my life. So, how do you kind hmm. of assess, like, okay, you know, things are happening? Oh, yeah. your emotions. Ah, Again, okay. this, yeah. So, if you are, so for me, when I like when I'm creating, when I get in front of the camera, like I'm in flow. Like, 
I feel like everything stops, you know? Like, that's how I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. However, when I was, for example, at my old job, like, I felt like I was being tortured. So that's how I know that, you know? (laughs) But it doesn't even have to be that extreme. It can just be like, if you, after a day of doing something, you get home and, like, you're drained and you're tired, like, that wasn't for you to, like, that doesn't serve you. But if you get home, even if you're tired, you feel like elevated, you feel, you know, like replenished, like then that was for you. So it's just like, listen to your emotions. Like, do you feel in flow when you're doing something, when you're talking to certain people? Do you feel like light or do you feel heavy? Like, I feel like that's just, yeah, it's actually really like literally if you just pay attention, like you'd be good. (laughs) in life like just listen to your emotions I know what about you though like how do you I I think I'm still learning how to assess it Mm because sometimes you know and there's different there's different levels yeah you know manifesting like I think a lot of us are manifesting like for huge simple things and like instead of manifesting and like not necessarily trying out with like those small mundane stuff but like also mm. understand like that's a part of the manifesting too you know like to be able to purchase a nice lunch like that's healthy yeah that's, you know, that's good like the fact that you have that option too mm. is already like a point of manifestation you know because like there was probably a point in time where you didn't get to choose the meals that you were eating right? yeah so it's like now that you have this choice like you're more attuned like okay maybe i will go for like the non-meat option or, mm-hmm. like go for the salad instead of the french fries and the chicken and the whatever not to say that any of those things are bad but yeah it's just like if you're trying to really like for me like you know i've said i really want to be healthy i want to get you know get lean get fit awesome so i know yeah that now i have to be very conscious of the things that i'm eating Right. right. So to be able to consciously make that decision is also a point of manifestation, right? But I right. tend to forget that and like think like, oh, you know, why, why aren't I Isare yet? You know, lol, and it's lol. Like, <laughs> and it's like, okay, you, you're getting there. You know, you I have, feel you that. Lit, so calm down. I feel that. <laughs> no, I feel that. But it's also about like reassessing your belief system about things so like one thing that people always comment on is that like i always get free food when i go out so like literally every time i leave the house like like i went in to buy chloe's and the guy just gave me a whole bunch of free pastries once like when we were coming back from afropunk we were like oh i'm hungry and then this guy gave us all like fresh like vegan you know So, like, one of the things that I found is that whenever I tell people I'm vegan, the first thing is, oh, my gosh, that must be so hard. Oh, my gosh, but isn't that so inconvenient? But because, like, that's just not a belief system that I subscribe to, that's just not my reality. Like, when I go out, I just don't struggle with vegan. I don't know. I don't have to, like, struggle. In fact, like, it's, like, exponentially easier for me. Like, I don't, like, I barely, like, when was the last time I paid for shit? Like, food, you know? Like, I don't know, it happens so often that, like, I'll walk into a cafe and just be offered, like, a free meal, you know? Or just be offered, like, free pastries. Or just, like, hey, do you want this, you know? In different ways. Um, And all vegan, all healthy, all whatever. Like, I just don't struggle. But if you really believe that, like, being vegan is such a struggle, like, it's going to be so inconvenient, then it really will be. Which is why just, like, yeah, you really just have to reassess 
your belief system about everything. No, I believe that. I do you know? truly, like, and I think I'm understanding how important it really is. Right. So let's say you're a person, you know, you meet someone and they're like, I have no idea how to manifest. How do I start? What would you tell them? Um, get to know yourself. Like, who are you, fam? Like, oh. <laughs> actually, no, that's probably not, like, helpful. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, let me take that. Lol. But no, it re- I feel like it's really just about, like, getting to know, like, A, like, once you are in tune, like, with your emotional guidance system. Okay. So, like, you can... You can tell whether something is, like, uplifting you or not. Like, whether something serves you or not. And the only way to do that is, like, to just, like, be paying attention to self all the time, you know? So, like, practice doing that and the rest will follow, you know? I feel like that's step one. What about, what would you tell someone? I would tell them to start meditating. Yeah. Because I feel like that's definitely helped me understand, like, even what... Because sometimes, you know, you get ideas and, like, they're not really serving you, you know? That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you really have to be able to assess that you are really, like, you know, like, you really need it, you know? And it's yeah. meant for you and it's helping you prosper. So I would say that. I would say that, you know, because once you start meditating and, like, sitting with yourself, and I guess becoming more self-aware, yeah, then you can start really understanding and getting to what is the step one to kind of change my life you know and that's Mm. one thing that i know that all religions and even spiritual backgrounds and everyone can agree on is that you have to get right with yourself first if you want to take yourself to the next level bars you can't you can't expect to be jay-z or anybody if you're not very aware of like who you are and like what you're trying to do oh my gosh actually i love that you said that because i think like one of the biggest parts of manifestation is actually just being yourself like when you start really just being you like not giving a fuck about anyone's opinion about like this is yeah oh respectability politics oh yeah no 100 percent no that i found even for myself like the more I've just started being me, like, everything is so much easier. Like, everything, to attain anything. Like, once you just start being yourself, like, the things you want really will become, yeah. That's very real. So, yeah, that's what I would tell them, too. And I think even from them seeking it, it will Mm. find them. Like, I'm I'm learning that, like, once you start seeking something, it's already, Mm -hmm. and it's already yours, you know? So now you're just wanting it to manifest in this realm oh yeah think about it there's different you know there's oh yeah there's different dimensions dimensions, girl listen all religions can agree on yeah like if you're already thinking about something it already exists in oh yeah it's in the fourth dimension yeah so not to bring it into yours where you're existing too you have to just get on that wavelength and then it's yours We say that so casually. Like, just get on the wavelength (laughs) and you'll have it. I know, right? I think what it is is that all of this shit is so simple. Like, it's so simple that it's not simple. You know? Because we're expecting work. Yeah, that's exactly. Expecting it to be a challenge. Yeah. We have to break the glass ceiling. You know? But it's like, it really doesn't have to. You break the glass ceilings, but it's like, you won't necessarily be aware. Like oh yeah. Be living your truth. Mm-hmm. You know, 
course, this takes, I think it takes age too. Like, you know, we're not 16 years old. You yeah. Know? So it's like, as <laughs> we've had to learn still, this. We've definitely had to, and I know oh, I, yeah. have, I have to live and learn. Like, I can't, someone can't just, even though now I feel like I can learn through other people's experiences. Yeah. But like, I know at 16, I know for to real. And learn. But if I, if I had someone sit me down and have this kind of conversation, yeah. I know that my mental space would probably be a lot different. So oh, yeah. Certain lessons could be learned on a smaller scale rather than, like, on a larger <laughs> No, 100%. Scale, and you know? I also think, like, I learn a lot from nature. Like, I look at nature and learn about manifestation and self because it's like a flower. Yeah, like, a flower doesn't force itself to bloom. It doesn't, like pine and mourn and worry like it just blooms because that's what it's supposed to do like the river doesn't hesitate like shit should I flow right now like will that be the like it just flows fam like when you clap your hand the sound just comes out it doesn't hesitate first and then think about you know because that's just what it's supposed to do and like know what you're supposed to do and you won't hesitate to do it like just be in your own flow on that note Let us know how you manifest, what you're If you want to learn about how to make it into the modeling industry, definitely watch that episode. So many gems were dropped. So many gems. And there's a part two, so yeah. Right? Like, let's make it happen. Yes. Oh, yes. Don't text him back. You know, all day. All day. 